Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Podcast and the Mindset Matters Edition, where I'm joined by my wife and Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie hanlon Francie. Together, Stephanie and I engage in a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that we're living in and through one of the most impactful global events in history. And let's face it, few have trained for or are equipped to deal with the life that is unfolding before them. The need to pivot in your business, your career, or perhaps deal with shifting family dynamics lies before many. We hope to inspire you to ask yourself questions or pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We'll invite you to check in on where you are on your journey, and are you still clear on your intended destination, or has it changed? Join us for this in our series of Mindset Matters. Listen in, enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast. Stephanie Hamlin. Hey, Patrick. Have we ever got a cool topic today? I love this topic because I've done it many, many times, uh, and it is so true for so many, and it really is the success cycle well, let's talk about that for a second, because I think how it was sort of presented originally is that we kept figuring it out ourselves, <laughs> you know, and you're like, what is the success cycle? What's in our way? What's happening? And then all of a sudden you started to identify some of these um, zones, as we'll call them. Well, we used to, you know, when we started getting into it, I used to present it a long time ago as the real estate entrepreneur success cycle. And then, you know, the entrepreneur success cycle, but really it is the life success cycle and the awareness around it is pretty powerful. There's really four primary components to the cycle and knowing those components, understanding those components will really shift your view of the world and understanding where you're at in any given time on the cycle. Cause often people are confused about why they're stuck, why they're not achieving what they want to achieve, you know, Groundhog Day life, you know, all of the things that happen, but understanding it, bringing your awareness to this particular cycle can really shift you. Well, what's really cool is that life is a series of cycles, whether it's the, the seasons, whether it's a real estate cycle, whether it's a, um, a, business, cy- cycle? a business cycle, cycle, cycles of life. This, Economic cycle. Absolutely. There's all cycles. And I think this one is really important. So we're going to turn this tage- uh, turn the tables a bit here and I'm going to interview you. I'm going to ask you questions because this is really something that you're really comfortable with, you're familiar with, and um, as the kind of the discoverer of it, um, have been at the effect of it. <laughs> well, I've, yeah, exactly. But, you know, there's something interesting about this that, you know, what I want everybody to understand as we go through this is it doesn't matter where you are in your journey of life, of business, of career. It doesn't matter. We all are this, you know, uh, when I present this often with the events we do with the Real Estate Investment Network, JG Francoeur, who often presents with me, you know, we talk about it all the time. We go through this cycle. We joke about it. Oh, how many times did you go through the cycle today? You know, it's like that's that's how quick it can be. But the point is, is having the awareness around it. So let's get started on this particular conversation. So let's talk about the four aspects of the cycle. Yeah. Give me a high level. What, what are the four? And then let's drill down onto each, each one, one of them. Yes. Yep. Okay. So there is the comfort zone. Oh, I love that one. There is a fear zone. There's the learning zone. There is the growth zone. And then the additional part of that, which is, is possibilities and opportunities. Okay. So just to reiterate, there's four main zones. So there's the comfort zone, which most people are familiar with. Yep. The fear zone, mm-hmm. the learning zone, 
the growth zone, which leads to possibilities and opportunities. Yes. Okay, so let's work right from the start. Tell us about the comfort zone. What What is the comfort zone? How will we know we're in it? And what's good about it and what's not so good about it? Okay, so let's, I want to go one, but I want to put one little thing in here right now. So if you're listening to this podcast, ask yourself, based on what you know, if you've heard this presentation before, if you've heard me speak before, you might have heard this already. So ask yourself, and if you haven't, that's okay. But based on what you know today, where do you think you are in life, in business, in whatever it is you're doing? Are you in the comfort zone? Are you in the fear zone? Are you in the learning zone? Are you in the growth zone? Now, without knowing anything, just take a stab at where you think you are. Then I'm going to work through this with Stephanie and we're going to talk about it. So comfort zone. Tell us about the comfort zone. Okay, so we all have been in our comfort zones. And, and comfort zones are really interesting because, you know, hence the name, they're comfortable. We're there. We're not really stretching ourselves. Uh, we're not... It's familiar. It's very familiar. And it's a little bit by rote. You know, it's just like, well, that could be like the treadmill of life. That could be Groundhog Day. So comfort zone is just that. It's comfortable. It's not like you're going into the gym and lifting an extra 50 pounds on your squats. It's like... No, this is just what I do every day. I'm good with it. I know it. It's it pretty feels predictable. Safe. It feels very safe. And that's the thing about the comfort zone. It feels safe. It feels in control. But what happens is that at some point, many people, and especially if you're listening to a podcast called Mindset Matters, you're generally looking to grow. And at some point, you are in your comfort zone and you're going, okay, well, yes, it's low risk, but it's also low reward. Mm. It's also low satisfaction. But how do you identify that? How do you know that you're going to get those types of responses, low risk, low reward, low satisfaction, if you're in your comfort zone? What if that's okay with you? Well, then then guess what? Then it's okay with you. But that's not why you're listening to this particular podcast. At some level, we are trying to improve. Somebody might be saying, well, I'm actually in my comfort zone. I'm. It's really uncomfortable to be in my comfort zone because it's boring and I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm not achieving any kind of results outside of what I've always achieved. It's kind of like TikTok. Right. And then the light bulb goes on and you go, huh, I want to try something new. I want to move into a, to maybe to another level of business or I want to learn something. New career, new job. Right. And do we automatically go there? Well, we, no, we don't. We actually have the thought Mm -hmm. and the thought is get the hell out of my comfort zone. I'm going to go build a business. I'm going to go ask for a promotion. I'm going to go buy real estate. I'm going to do something bigger, expand on what it is I'm doing now. But then what we do is we bump into the fear zone. So tell us about the fear zone. And I want you to really get into this one because this one I think is really important, not just for us as um, entrepreneurs and real estate investors and athletes and champions, but just as uh, everyday, the everyday millionaire, everyday people. Right. The fear zone is truly iconic. It's so deep. It's so layered. It's so nuanced. But let's talk a little bit about fear zone. So the fear zone, first and foremost, we have to understand that fear, and you can speak to this one, fear is a normal thing. As a matter of fact, we need it. It's It as actually keeps us safe. You Absolutely. Know? My, my line is um, fear is inevitable. Panic is a choice. Right. So... Having said that, you know, it's like, what's that noise in the grass? Is that a lion or is it a grasshopper? Okay, so fear keeps you there. And, uh, you know, you can either panic and run and 
you know, crash into a tree and realize it was just a bunch of grasshoppers. Or you go, holy cow, fear really protected me and uh, I didn't get eaten by the lion. So there's that, that aspect of fear. But fear is really ultimately in the context that we're sharing it today, you know, is first and foremost, there's nothing wrong with fear. Don't make it wrong, but understand it for you. And fear leads to resistance. And what's really interesting about fear is that it's what creates excuses. So, and sometimes people don't realize they're in the fear zone. They really don't. Until you hear the languaging. And this is where you're really good at. You can pick up people's language really, really well. And you can hear that when they're making excuses and then gently turn them back to that. Maybe they're in the fear zone. Maybe we need to touch back to the comfort zone. Maybe we need to adjust up or down what's going on, um, but really start to identify where that fear is, how it's manifesting itself. Right. So it, it will look a lot like in the world, because we do so much with real estate, but our entrepreneurs, for example, it's where indecision lives. You know, there's a lot of indecision. I can't make up my mind. I don't know what I should do. Now we think, here's the thing, here's the game. Fear is so tricky because it has you believe that there's things that you shouldn't do. Okay. And so this is the game that we play, right? It leaves you indecisive. Should I or shouldn't I? You don't have a lot of confidence. Oh, I don't know. I, geez, You're you know, second guessing. I've never done that before. It's second guessing. Am I that smart? Am I good enough? Am I tall enough? Am I rich enough? Am I good enough? That's where the good enough stories come in, right? The enough stories. And then you start to see excuses show up. And these excuses, this is where fear tricks you because it will make those excuses so real. Like it's crazy. Now, the one benefit that I have and you as well, but you know, I, you know, working with literally thousands of real estate investors and business owners over 20 years, I mean, there isn't an excuse. I, I say it all the time. There is not an excuse I haven't heard. Or okay. used. Oh, well, <laughs> well, there's a few I have. There's a lot I haven't used, but there's a there, there's very few I haven't heard. And I mean, it, it's extensive. It's everything from bankruptcies to divorces to deaths to the yeah. It's like a bar fight. I mean, I like. There's not much I haven't heard. Now that's not the point. The point is this: is that is every case that there's been an excuse, I've also seen those excuses overcome. So this isn't just minimizing somebody's particular reason that they are afraid. Because or, it could feel very, very it, real. Well, it, not it can, it does. Yeah. It's like you could, you know, it could be like so real. And so that's all part of the fear game. Now, we'll get into it a little bit in a minute, but, you know, ultimately we have to recognize that fear tricks us into believing our excuses are real. What we have to understand and the game we have to play with ourselves is to realize it's all bullshit yeah. because what I don't care what excuse you have, there is somebody in this world that, uh, and probably many in this world who have gotten past that excuse, whatever it might be. So we have to be aware of that. So then another thing that shows up analysis paralysis, you know, this is where you're going to look at that deal until it's, you know, you got it turned upside down. You got Excel spreadsheets all over the place. You've interviewed a hundred people, whatever the story is. And but that's um, motion versus action again too, right? Well, that's a different one. We're going to, we're going to talk about that. This is also, but this is where fear keeps us stuck, right? But don't lose that thought of motion versus action. Now here's a true tell of fear. You're worried what others are thinking. Yeah, there you go. What will my friends, my family, my workmates, what will people think of me? Oh, gosh, if I put this on social media and then it crashes and burns, they're going to judge me. 
that's fear right there. That's a sure sign that you're in the fear zone. Well, think about what we're going through right now is that the fear is everybody's best friend right now. Everything from the from the mainstream media to being afraid of getting sick, afraid of getting on an airplane, afraid of walking down the street, being closer than six feet apart. We're being drenched with fear right now. So you have to have some compassion and understanding for people that are in the fear zone because not only are they experiencing it, most people experiencing it, they're also being fed from the external right 100%, 100%. now. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I want to, I want to talk about something that I'll get to when we come back around and ex- get next layers of some of these things, I'm going to say this, and this is, you actually opened up the thought process around this. There's a phrase that is confidence is rarely owned. It's almost always borrowed. So we borrow our confidence. Now, here's a perfect example of it. So to your point, we've got all of the media, we've got whatever your view of what's happening in the world today around COVID, the pandemic and lockdowns and restrictions and vax and no vax. We've talked about this very before. There's like so many different illustrations of it. But here's what happened. We saw when the trucker convoy came out, all these truckers start going out. What happens? All of a sudden, a bunch of people come out of the woodwork, people that were not wanting to have a conversation, were not wanting to talk about it before, all of a sudden they were willing to step up, step out. Why is that? Well, because their fear before was what others would think, but now confidence is borrowed. So they borrow the confidence from others and now they're willing to state their point of view. They're willing actually to step up. Now it's up. supported. Now it's supported. So that's an interesting concept. And I don't I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now, but I didn't want to step over it because you kind of opened up the door for that. Well, let's go from um, worried about what other people think, but also change is hard. You know, change, everybody says they want change, but they don't want to have to do what they need to do to change. Right? Okay, hold it. Stop. Okay. So I want to keep moving on from that particular segment. I just wanted to use that as an example of... You know, where fear gets overcome is when we have the confidence that we borrowed from others. And that was a perfect example of it. It's kind of really what's happening uh, over the past few weeks around the convoy. So that's just a, a perfect example of, you know, here is all this fear around what people will think if I actually voice my view of the world. And then all of a sudden there's all these other people doing it. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I want to get behind that. Now I can speak. You know, so a lot of people, because of fear, because of judgment, not wanting to go through the pain and the, you know, the the controversy. Potential and, judgment. Potential isolation. judgment, the trolls, all the things that go with it. On both sides, by the way, on both sides. So there's lots of people that, you know, were, you know, pro-vax. Well, get, they get trashed. There's those that are not pro-vax. They're, ant, we'll call them anti-vax. They get trashed. And there's those in the middle that are going, I'm pro-freedom. You know, that's how I view it. So there's all these points of view that people don't want to express because of the fear. Now, that's a kind of a, but it's all part of the success cycle. I got to be honest it with is. you. It is. And then all of a sudden, you think about it, when you circle back to confidence being borrowed, mm-hmm. now there's a groundswell. There's a groundswell of people that are willing to share the, the the load, share the confidence, share the conversation, and then you're not alone anymore. You're not alone. And that's the piece that moves people through the fear zone. Okay. So we're going to circle back in that conversation around confidence. It's an important part of all of this conversation, but we'll circle back to that. Okay. So we're going to go to the fourth. Third. Third. Learning zone. 
Oh, Let's the learning zone. Tell us about the learning zone. The learning zone. Okay. So, you know, learning zone is an interesting one. How do we get out of the fear zone? Well, one of the ways we get out of the fear zone is we say to ourselves, I just need more information. I'm just going to learn some more stuff, which is perfectly okay, by the way. The key is, is that you're going to step into the learning zone, which is to not ignore the fact that learning is a way to stay in the fear. Okay, so I just want to point that out. So we say we're going to bust through our fear. If I just knew more, if I could learn more, I could actually move through Tell my fear zone. Tell me how. Tell me how. So when we get into the learning zone, what do we do? You know, we're, we're saying we're willing to embrace change. We're willing to try new things. We actually, if we're doing it right and we're seeking that confidence, is we're also seeking leadership. Okay, leadership from individuals that we share common values, uh, have gone before us that were we see them to have a track record that they've done what we're wanting to do. They can actually provide you the guidance that you're looking for. And when we get into that learning zone, we're also creating a relationship because we want to be with people who are sharing like mine. They are sharing what they're learning. Uh, we're learning from them. That's in relationship. That's how you actually move forward. It's like, I, I know I often use the the gym as a, as a kind of an analogy or a metaphor, but ultimately it's like having a training partner. When you go to the gym, if you have a training partner and or a coach, guess what? You have a tendency to have better results. You're willing to train. You're willing to develop. You're willing to stretch and actually do the work to learn because learning is not necessarily always easy, depending on what it is that you're trying to learn. Well, it's interesting when you say that because learning and training requires a certain level of vulnerability. And when you mm -hmm. think about being in the learning zone, you have to not be an expert. Well, this goes, that's interesting because we talk about this a lot, you know, are you coachable? So for those of you who have been following along, uh, you know, Stephanie and I have launched our program called Mindset Matters that kicks off in February, by the way, if, and, and in February, March, April, we're running that and then also shift, setting honest intentions for transformation. So the, the, the reason we share that and the reason I point that out is that we talk a lot about coachability. And are you coachable, which means you have to be able to park your ego a little bit behind and and actually open up to the to learning, to understanding, to getting out of your own way in a story you tell yourself that you may be not enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't pull this off. All of the stories that we have. And the, the other side of that is all bringing always what you know to the conversation. And that is the kind of the antithesis of coachability mm. is that I already know this stuff. I already know. I already know. I already know. Or what is it that um, you're going to teach me? What? And, you know, back to our conversation um, a couple uh, po podcasts ago about sh uh, mindset, about mm. um, fixed mindset, growth mindset, and fixed mindset. Mm. You know, we talk about that. If you don't have a growth mindset, it's very difficult to actually enter the learning zone, in my experience, mm. and have that vulnerability, have that 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 wave of new knowledge coming in that might challenge your intellect, mm. might challenge the things that you know already. What tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, first off, we have to to your point, we have to to be in the learning zone successfully. We have to actually be prepared to listen with an open mind, and understand that when we get into that learning zone, there's going to be a crossover between what we know and ultimately what we don't know. So we don't, 
we, we look at where we're entering the conversation and there's going to be a place where you're entering the conversation and realizing that, no, I've already got this part of the conversation. I need to go to the next part of the conversation. So where are you entering the conversation is part of understanding the learning zone as well. You know, as coaches, we often, you know, need to have that interview, need to have that discussion with people to understand where it is that we're entering the conversation. Are we entering the conversation with somebody who literally has never done any self development or self-discovery work, you know, where are they? Are they totally intellects, you know, that don't understand some of the kind of nuanced or esoteric thought processes that go on? And that is what happens when we go into a learning zone or somebody enters the learning zone, they have to be able to understand where they're entering the conversation. The point is, is that the learning zone, you're going in and you're seeking. Yeah, seeking not just knowledge, but seeking where what I don't know. Because what you know, one of the, my favorite lines is, "I don't know what I don't know," mm-hmm. right? And when you don't know what you don't know, then many times we sit in defense of what we think we do know, mm-hmm. and that will s- certainly circle us right back to our comfort zone. Because if we're going to just be committed to what we know, mm-hmm. you're not in the learning zone. Exactly. Okay, so then we get out of the learning zone. Now, the thing about the learning zone... How do we get out of the learning zone? Well, this is the thing, right? We have to know that at some point, you know, I've used this analogy many, many times, which is we can learn to swim on YouTube. No problem. Theoretically, I can learn how to swim. But you don't learn how to swim until you jump in the pool. Bottom line, you jump in the deep end of the pool... And that's where you really learn to swim. So, you know, the thing about the learning zone is it is motion versus action goes back to that conversation where it actually can fool you into thinking that you're taking action because you're learning feels like you're doing something. Oh, taking lots of notes. Taking lots of notes. You're in the learning mode. It fools you into thinking you're you're taking action. And if you just read one more book. That's right. Maybe I'll dot, dot, dot. I've written a few articles on motion versus action, and that is a very, it's one of those things that you have to understand that the learning part of it is important, no doubt about it, but ultimately it's what will keep you stuck as well because you then think that you're actually in action when you're not. And this goes back to, oh, am I really still in the fear zone? And I'm fooling myself that I'm in the learning zone, but I'm actually in the fear zone, but I can justify being in the learning zone. And I'm really not afraid. I'm just learning. Right. There's the connection between the analysis paralysis yes. and when you think you're in the learning zone. 100%. I just need more information. I yes. need to know how. And yep. how many times I've, I've heard RAIN members or, or people call you, coaching clients saying, I just need to know how. Just don't give me this you know, a self-development thing, Patrick. I don't need to know why I do. I just need to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that to me is a trigger or, or a signal actually that yeah. people are living in the fear zone yeah. and it's more information. I just need more, more, more. So how do we go from the learning zone to the growth zone? Okay. We're going to get right now, but I ha- I can't step over the meme. The meme. <laughs> There's a meme. If more information was the answer, We'd all be billionaires with six packs. That's right. Okay. So it's not the answer. (laughs) Six packs of Corona or abs? (laughs) Exactly. Six pack of beer. Okay, here we go. So the learning zone and then where we really want to get is into the growth zone. And the growth zone is where is the most powerful and that's where the creativity lives. You know, when we're in the learning zone, it can feel creative, but you know, Growth is always about creating. And we know when we're in the growth zone because we really are clear on our purpose. We start to take very focused action, working backwards from that outcome. 
And in a lot of ways, it's interesting, this transition is what you start to notice is that because you haven't been afraid of what other people are thinking, they're watching you. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you're actually providing leadership by the action you're taking. Now, it's not that you want to be a leader necessarily or that you intend to do that. But guess what? Lots of eyes are on you. You know, oh, geez, you know, Stephanie's on a whole new tangent. She's on a whole new thing. And then all of a sudden, after a while, you see the consistency and people around you going, this is kind of cool. Do you want to tell me about what you're doing? Can I get involved? Can I do something with you? That's so true. And you know, many times when that happens, I'm looking at, we just referenced this trucker thing. It was just this woman who had an idea and sent a couple emails and some texts and said, I really think we should do this. It wasn't her purpose, wasn't, but she found a purpose in it. So I think what happens is there's a groundswell when you know your purpose and what happens, all of a sudden your, your focus narrows. You know you're in the growth zone because ultimately, like that story you just shared, is that you begin to create community. You can't help it. When you're in the growth zone, people start to show up. And it doesn't have to be hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands or even hundreds. It just means that what will happen when you're in the growth zone is you will attract like-minded individuals. And whether you attract them or seek them, they show up and then you can be in that space. So you start to create community. You start to create the culture or that environment for yourself. And this is something that I think we've talked about many times, which is success and the individuals. And it's one of the powerful things about the Real Estate Investment Network. The community itself is, and the culture of that community really creates an environment for people to succeed because you're surrounded by like-minded individuals who are willing to share, who are willing to support, who go through the same ups and downs and all the pains in the asses that happen and all the rest of it, but you're not alone. Guess what? You're borrowing confidence. You're getting tips. That culture of support goes, no, don't do that. Don't, don't jump in. I did that one. Don't jump in the pool there. (laughs) There's sharks. Come over here. Jump in here. You know, it's like that. that is that when you start to see yourself as a part of a community and you share that confidence and you share that, whether it's the like-mindedness, but there's still the realism and there's still that, that truth and that intention of what it is that is connected to the purpose. That's really what is for me, the growth zone. And the growth zone, I think is, it's, I think it's the hardest one to hang out in consistently for me, because you're always challenging and you're always checking in and making sure that you're not, you know, lying to yourself or well, okay but okay but we'll get to that in a second let's go through the rest so we we're in the growth zone we're growing to your point but then here's the thing about the growth zone the growth zone is where we start to look and we see others you know we see others in the community we see others that are on similar paths and this is where the world of possibilities and opportunities live now i have a fundamental belief and observation that until you believe something is possible, opportunities can't show up. I love it. This is great. I just really believe that if you don't believe it's possible, then opportunities will show up and you will never recognize them. When you are in a community of like-minded individuals who are actually achieving certain things, it's like, crap, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, there is that part of it as well. And if you borrow enough confidence about anything, you know, you, even if you don't know what's possible, uh, opportunities, you'll create opportunities. And, and there's a fundamental in, I think, in business and real estate in life in general is that opportunities are created. 
you know, you have to create your own opportunities. But that's a, a little bit different conversation. Well, through conversation, actually, in like-minded communities. So think about, that's what I love about the RING community and in our world and the skate tech community is that we're, we're surrounding ourselves with people that challenge us but who are of like mind and who are willing to be creative and willing to take, you know, an idea mm -hmm. and expand on it. And mm -hmm. even if it doesn't exist yet, you know, there's about, you know, inserting that energy and inserting that creativity and then creating something new. And that to me is why the, the growth zone that leading to the, to possibilities and opportunities is so exciting because most people will stop at growth, which is fine. But as entrepreneurs, and as they say, necessity is the mother of invention. And I think many people right now, especially with what's going on, and hopefully we're coming to the end of a certain stage of life where people are going to really rely on their creativity and their community and the people that they've found of like mind going forward. Those conversations, those communities exist. And I think that's what will support that level of, of, of possibility. Got it. But now you're getting into a tactical thing about how do I achieve all this? So I, I want to, and I'm just trying to stay focused on, I agree with all of that, by the way, but I want to just make sure we get through this cycle because here's what happens in this cycle. Why it's a cycle is because we stretch, we grow, we get into what's next for us in whatever it might be. And we see the possibilities. We open up the opportunities. We start doing things. We grow. We're Woo, woo, yahoo, cool, cool. This is awesome. This is awesome. And then the next thing you know, you realize that you're still in your comfort zone. Or you're in a new comfort you're zone. You're just in a or new you comfort zone. Comfortable. Right? <laughs> you're just comfortable. You're all comfortable again. And then it then you realize it one day and you go, Oh, this is, you know, this is kind of this boring. You know, I gotta do more. I'm stretched. I'm, you know, I'm feeling safe. I'm feeling in control. I need more. It's unfulfilling. And then you start over again and you start to realize that you're in the comfort zone. Then you go, Well, how what do I do to go to the next level? You know, this was a you know this was a you know whatever this this was this stretched me and now i'm stretched now what's next right you know but what's so cool about that is that it's almost like you start at the very beginning you go back but it's a new comfort zone yes but what we don't do and i this is really really great because i'm seeing this a lot with the athletes is they don't realize or acknowledge how far they've come they don't and they're not back where they were, but there's going to be a new fear zone that 100%. comes out of this new comfort zone. Okay, so this is where it gets really important in this conversation. So yes, 100% that is true. But here's the thing about where you are in in any of this cycle. It is, it, it's irrelevant, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter. I, I, you know, I joke all the time. I, I went through this whole, you know, I went through this whole cycle four times today, you know, like it's depending on what's going on in life. Right. You know, so because we've got multiple businesses, because we're always doing something and stretching and that's kind of just how we're wired, you go through these cycles, but it's not a case of making where you are in the cycle wrong. So I asked you mm, based on what, you know, where are you, you know, are you in the comfort zone, fear zone, learning zone, growth zone? You probably had some judgment around that. If you haven't heard this particular conversation before, and and there is no judgment around it. It isn't about what I see or what I think. It's about what you realize where you are. Because when you realize that you're in your comfort zone, when you realize that you're in your fear zone, for example, then you can say, hold it. I'm just, I'm just being a scaredy cat. What, what's it, really cool about that is that when you understand that you're in your comfort zone and maybe you would come from an opportunity or possibility, think about at the end of the Olympic Games or winning your first Stanley Cup, there's a huge possibilities that are happening. And then you can get comfortable in that level of success and success will actually get boring after a while. 
Well, whatever it can get boring. Well, whatever the level of success is, I, I'll use I'll use public speaking as an example. You know, you remember twenty years ago, gosh, you know, going on stage and public speaking was like melt me down. And and I realized that as I grew into that and got more confident and comfortable with it, I don't want to speak to you know a hundred people. I want to speak to a thousand people. So that that's just part of that that whole growth. The message here I want to really deliver today is that recognize where you are. If you can't recognize where you are, then you will be stuck. You, If you don't realize you're in comfort zone, if you don't realize you're in your fear zone, if you don't realize that you're stuck in your learning zone, okay, then you are looking for solutions to a problem that you don't recognize. So, for example, I'm in the fear zone lots of times. I mean, I got gut burn going on all the time, given what's going on. But I realize that and I go, okay, no, it's just my fear zone. It's just, I'm in my fear zone right now. Yeah, then, that's cool. It's good. Yeah, let's go. Ha- have let's a go. sip of water. So, maybe go for a walk. What do I got to do? Clear my head, yeah. scratch my dog, reach out to a friend. You know, what do I have to do? So that's the key here is recognize where you are and assess it. And then just tell the truth about it. There's not a thing wrong with it. You could go like, I'm totally in my fear zone. I'm scared shitless right now. Perfect. Acknowledge it and then say, well, how could I possibly get out of here? Where can I borrow some confidence? Where can I get some suggestions? Yeah. Who do I trust? Who do, what's, who's a trusted resource right now I can reach out to? Because going from fear to learning is is a bit of a leap because it means, again, you have to release the fear. And sometimes right now, especially we're so being told that fear is okay, like fear is going to keep us safe. And it's it's a bit of a mind twist. So entering the learning zone means you might have to give up some of the things you've been hanging on to or that you've believed in as far as your limits. And when you're in the learning zone, there has to be, a not has to be, but there, there I would invite you to say, to have a willingness to to drop what you think you know and look at the other side of something, look at something differently, take it up, look it around, look at it many dimensions, and then you know hang out in that for a while and see if you if the fear can can dissipate into the learning. And if you've been following along a little bit on other podcasts that we do, we talk a little bit about where our ego can keep us small, where it protects us. And sometimes stepping into the learning zone and whether that be, you know, going, taking a course, whether that be getting a coach, whether that be asking for help, our ego really can make us play small in that regard, you know, and there's where embarrassment lives, shame lives because your ego says, oh, you should be smarter than that. Don't tell them that you're not that smart. There's all sorts of stories that go around. Here's the key about it is don't let the learning zone trick you into believing that you're not in the fear zone. Ooh, zing. Repeat that. Well, no, that's just it. Oh, that's so good. Fear zone. You know, you're in the fear zone. It's like an excuse. You know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not rich enough. I don't have enough money. I don't know this shit. Whatever the case is, right? That The fear zone. All those excuses are real. Well, I'll just go, you know, so how I'll do I read get, a book. I'll I, take a course. I, know, I just know if I knew more, I wouldn't be afraid. So then you're in this, I know more. I need to know more stuff. And it'll actually still keep you stuck. So why is that? Probably the single biggest comment, and I'll call it an excuse, that we get of people that don't want to do something is they have a fear of failure. Ah, is it really failure? Well, that's a different debate. But, you know, we, we know that 
what is failure? You know, you take on this project, you do what you do. It's it's never failure. It's a result. It's you a result. You either like the result or you don't like the you result. You don't like the result. But hey, I need you to point out though, failure, yes, is a result, but it's also more the fear of what other people think of your perceived failure. That's true. And and that's the judgment side of it. It's not about doing things without thinking it through, without learning. That's that's none of that is the case. The thing about fear of failure is most people go to catastrophic failure. And catastrophic failure generally happens when something isn't thought through well, generally. It's rare to have a catastrophic failure. I mean, you can take a big hit in the world of real estate. Uh, It can cost you tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of dollars if you go to that extreme. But I'll tell you that working with thousands of investors over the year, real estate investors, it's rare to have a catastrophic failure. But we do have catastrophic thought processes. But we have catastrophic thoughts, right? That's where the fear takes you. All of that is cool, by the way. And that's a natural part of self-preservation. But here's the thing. Number one, rarely does it happen. Number two is that it, it is understanding where you are in the cycle. I'm in the fear zone. Oh, geez, I'm in the fear zone. Again. Still, whatever it might be, right? So that's the whole context for this particular segment on Mindset Matters is that understanding where you are in the zone there, it doesn't matter where you are. It's knowing where you are. None of it is wrong. It's understanding and giving it a context for you to wrap your mind around so that you can self-assess. So let's um, kind of circle back to the beginning as we bring this in for a landing. So we go in, when we get to a new level of growth, we've made, maybe had some success, we've stretched into something, into possibilities and opportunity, and we find ourselves in a new comfort zone. How does that, how does that cycle, like, do you ever end? Does that cycle ever end or is it just another cycle? Well, it never ends. It never ends. It's understanding that you're always in the cycle. No, you get better at it. You when when you have an awareness of it, it you get through these things quicker. You get through the cycle quicker. So you, I'm never going to be fixed. I'm never going to be like totally. Well, you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. So that's the first <laughs> message there. And the other part of it is just understanding that this is a normal cycle, and so don't beat yourself up. But I can't stress it enough. When you know where you are in this particular cycle, it helps you bust it through. And uh, that's our suggestion today. Well, from from comfort to fear to learning to growth, understanding that each one of those is a category that we can have in around self-awareness. So Patrick Francie, thank you for that amazing success cycle description. And I think I want to invite everyone to write down maybe for a moment, a question they might have around where they are in their own cycle. Reach out to us at CEO at raincanada.com if you have any questions. And of course, if you want to join us on Mindset Matters starting in February, Email CEO at raincanada.com or there's a description. I think there's a... There's a, a website and I don't remember what it is right now. It doesn't matter. So here's the thing about that. Reach out to CEO at raincanada.com or info at raincanada.com. They'll get you registered. They'll get you set up. It's three months, February, March, April. It's 150 bucks. A smoke and a hot person, deal. A person. Per person. That's right. And uh, smoke and hot deal. You'll get a ton of value out and of it. And you get to hang out with us <laughs> once a month for like a couple hours. Live. Turn <laughs> on, on your camera on Zoom. Live in Zoom. <laughs> anyway, yeah. well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Patrick Francie, that was fantastic. Look forward to our very next um, podcast on Mindset Matters. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Stephanie. Ladies and gentlemen, 
thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.